Hey everyone, and welcome to Neighbor Science, the only podcast that's about political economy and anime, and usually ends up getting derailed. Usually, today we're. Uh, uh, what are we doing? Today, um, I I thought to avoid us getting derailed today because I'm feeling very distracted. Um, we're going to avoid a topic. Uh, a, a central topic, and we're just gonna derail from the word go, uh, and we're just gonna like sort of see where we end up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. This yeah. Is so an experiment. It, it, we are it is an experiment, <clears throat> kind of like uh, you know uh, when they took a bunch of students and uh, put them in a prison and made half of them prisoners and half of them guards. It's it's a lot like that. Uh, in yes. fact, I would say it's exactly like that. Um, yes. So, and we are you know, going to get to the bottom of almost every uh, sociology and criminology um, thought experiment ever devised. Right, and and so in this case, uh, Peter is going to be the guard, and I'm going to be the prisoner because because I'm not a cop. I'm, I will never be a cop. So, and, uh, Peter and Peter agreed I, and w- seemed actually quite enthused. Uh, to be I, I, the, the guard of, in this experiment. I'm of Dutch-German descent, of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> yeah, so he's genetically an oppressor, so... Yeah, yeah. I am a white Afrikaans South African, so yeah. uh, it's unavoidable. It is yeah. absolutely unavoidable. It's in my blood. Yeah, anytime Peter laughs, you should see the subtitle, Laughs in Oppressor. Yes. In fact, <laughs> there, I mean, people can hear that sometimes. <laughs> um, so what's what's the first thing that we're going to talk about for uh, a few seconds and then uh, okay. move on to something so else? I, I, earlier this week, um, myself and Ryan were chatting um, on WhatsApp. And um, no, I'm not giving out my WhatsApp contact details. No, you cannot contact me on there. It's I have it purely so that I can chat to Ryan. So no, everyone back off. But in case you're um, really curious, um, it's uh, nine nine eight four. Um, actually, I don't know how to get to the number in the <laughs> in WhatsApp. <laughs> I know how to I know how to type in messages, and uh, I think Peter taught me how to do something else like emojis or something. I don't know. I'm not emojis very good at it. Gifts. Yeah, that, yeah. That's what I taught him. Yes. There's a, 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 I mean, don't get me wrong. WhatsApp has a lot of other features, but I'm not going to teach them to you because you're American. This is quite and, a weird role reversal. Uh, you're you're the older guy, and you're teaching the younger guy how to use technology. <laughs> uh, is that really necessary? Do you need to bring up my age? <laughs> I know that it's, I know it's a running joke on Twitter, but God damn it, I have feelings too, you know. How you doing, nephew? Uh, hey, can you help me use this this app on the phone? I I don't really know what I'm doing here. <laughs> That's me. Yeah, that that really is Ryan, though. <laughs> like, yes, he's a computer scientist, but at the same time, he's also very clueless. Yeah, like, I'm also a huge dumbass. To, <laughs> and he keeps trying to instruct me on how to use Twitter incorrectly because then I go and do it, and nothing happens. So. <laughs> Well, Proven you know, you got to you got to cast out a lot of lines, you know. You can't you can't it's it's like fly fishing, you know. You can't just throw, you know, one one cast out there and expect to catch a big fish. You got to, you know, just keep casting until you get something. 
Man, I do enough casting when I podcast, okay? so Well, that's true. Enough of that's that. That's true. Okay. So earlier this week, you and I were chatting um, on WhatsApp, and uh, you brought up box tops. Yeah. And, yeah. Maybe you can tell me more about what you were talking about, because I'm, I'm very confused. <laughs> yeah. So um, a lot of Americans will probably remember this. Uh, I mean... It's it's still going on apparently. I'm not a child anymore, so I have no interaction with this. But uh, uh, when I was a kid, um, you know, there was this program called Box Tops for Education, and I think I think it started in '94 or '96. And basically, the idea was you buy General Mills cereal, and there would be this little coupon on on the top of the box that you clip off. And you collect a bunch of them and give them to your school, and then your school turns it in for money. Um, so it, it combines like clipping coupons, which I already have a problem with because coupons are stupid, uh, with like the most neoliberal possible way to fucking fund a school. Like, I to this day don't understand how anyone can look at that and not be like, wow, capitalism really fucking sucks and it's stupid and like. Whoever thinks this is a good idea should be killed uh, because y- you you buy boxes of cereal and then they give like 10 cents to your school. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> okay, so right off the bat, my, my first thoughts on this is that it is a great way to identify um, poor districts. Who to put up against the wall in the revolution? Yeah. Well, there's that, but um, <laughs> if you're if you're private industry and you're looking to figure out what the demographics are in your area without um, paying for detailed information, um, what's cheaper? You know, uh, running a promotion that gets people to self-select and and basically cuz i can't picture a rich school or a rich district having their schools send coupons in for funding and i can't picture I mean, that happening i mean we lived in the richest county in the country like like around that time with like loudon county was the richest county in the nation um mostly because of lansdowne which is like a settlement exclusively of rich people. Um, but you know, we were, we were there, we were close to that. Like I was definitely upper middle class. Um, and my mom definitely clipped a lot of those box tops and a lot of other parents at at my schools clipped a lot of those box tops. Like we got quite a bit of money from it, but like, I mean, my problem with it is like the same problem that I have with coupons. Like, why don't you just give it to them? Like, why well, why make people clip the fucking coupon and bring it in and like orga- have like some person organize collecting all these fucking things and like bundling them together cuz you have to bundle them together you have to fill out these forms and then send them in like how about just every time someone buys a fucking box of cereal you give 10 cents to schools like why all the extra shit okay so um 
after we chatted about this, I, I got back to the office and I, I had a meeting and then I had another meeting and then another meeting got cancelled. So I had like an extra 10 minutes or whatever to spare before having to organize another meeting. And in those 10 minutes, I hopped on YouTube to search for um, the worst marketing campaigns in history. And the video I watched was ridiculously stupid and boring, <laughs> but it had some it had some real doozies in there. Um, and I mean, they included stuff like Apple um, doing the U two thing from a while back. Oh, like uh, oh yeah, when when they put everything U2's new album on a, every yes. on every iDevice. Yeah, that was that was a terrible idea. Everyone hated that what? shit. Well, not just was it a terrible idea because everyone hated that shit. It also really screwed with um, anyone who had an iTunes account. Yeah. Um, and on top of that, they had promised $100 million to market U2's world tour at the time. Oh, my so, God. Yeah. Um <laughs> And I, 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 one thing I can promise you that happened from that is whoever the marketing manager was in Apple at the time was not the marketing manager when that campaign ended. Now, yeah, I, th I think that also cemented like how irrelevant U2 was because like it, it was already at the point of like the only people who still like them were like it's diehards, like it's old diehards like my dad <laughs> who <laughs> have loved them for decades. But like, yeah. I think that was the sign that, like, yeah, you guys are done playing for anyone except for people who already love you. <laughs> okay. Then there was another one, um, and this one was just, it was hilarious. I, I, I laughed so hard that I actually had to switch off everything. <laughs> um, now... There were, uh, do you remember that Simpsons did an episode where um, Krusty Burger ran a huge promotion for the 1984 Olympics? Do you remember that at all? Uh, I've barely watched any of the Simpsons at all, but I'm just going to say yes. I, I do remember that. That was a great oh, episode. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it was a great episode. <laughs> okay, so in that episode, Krusty Burger ran this promotion for the 1984 Olympics, promising that they'd give away burgers for every medal that the Americans won. Okay. And in that episode, Krusty got steadily more enraged as the U.S. won event after event after event. Okay. Now, the reason why this is so hilarious is because this is what McDonald's actually did. <laughs> For the 1984 Olympics, um, McDonald's ran a campaign where they said that um, for uh, every gold medal um, – that the U.S. won, uh, customers would get a free Big Mac, uh, fries, or Coke, uh, depending on the medal. What they didn't count on was that Russia would boycott those Olympics. <laughs> and, and without Russia to compete against, the U.S. ended up going home with, like, um, I think it was a, a total of 120. 25 medals or something that's funny i was gonna guess 84 as a joke like an exaggerated joke answer <laughs> okay wait 
Oh, wait, no. Sorry, I was wrong. 83. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. Eight, um, they got 174 medals in total, but since the deal was for every gold medal, um, that's the number that counts. And oh they got God. 83 gold medals. <laughs> And so McDonald's ended up paying through the ass. The whole thing cost them in excess of $10 million. Nice. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, then there was um, another one that, that I suppose ended up working out pretty well for them. Um, do, do you know Walker's potato chips? Yeah. Okay. So um, – Walkers ran this promotion in the UK, <laughs> and, and this is the funniest thing in the world. Um, they asked people in the UK to predict the weather. Okay. And for every, and for every time that they predicted the weather correctly, they could go and collect a bag of potato chips. So just say uh, it's going to be rainy tomorrow and you get a free bag of crisps. That's basically. it. <laughs> In the UK. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's actually going to be uh, quite bad tomorrow. Um, it's going to be dreary and rainy and uh, probably a oh, bit sorry, foggy. Sorry. It, I, I, I just remembered. It wasn't, it wasn't that you win a bag of potato chips. You win 10 pounds. Oh, shit. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so much. So that could be your damn worse. job. Because <laughs> what then happened, what then happened was that for the next three weeks, it rained every single day, and people <laughs> just kept on cashing it in. They ended up, um, like, they originally started everything. They 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 put aside a million pounds, um, specifically for the promotion they ended up having to pay something ridiculous like 43 million pounds <laughs> it it was it was just it's one of those things where the marketing team i guarantee you they're sitting there going we we really didn't think this through <laughs> like i don't i don't understand the gimmick in the first place predict the weather like what and the the line of potato chips at the time uh -huh. um it was part of a, a, a big promotion. I, I can't remember exactly what the chips. Was the, there a the, tie-in the with Harp or something? What the fuck? I don't. Know. I don't know. But um, yeah, it 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 was a big fuck up. The only thing that one can say is that from a promotional perspective, it did really well. Lots of people spent weeks talking about nothing other. And Walker's potato chips and their monumental fuck-up. <laughs> um, okay, and then the last one that I that I think is worth mentioning, um, this this didn't like it, it wasn't very costly or whatever really, um, but it is ridiculously stupid. Um, a company called Silo, uh, and this is in the late eighties. They had this this um, bring in this thing and we'll give you a a, a, a product for every one of uh, for every one of these um, we'll give you a, a, a product and the product was a stereo you know one of those boom boxes that you carry on your shoulder or whatever 
but yeah, listen to uh, li- li- listen to uh, the message by uh, uh, what's their fuck. I, I botched this joke. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. The, 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 what makes this ridiculously stupid is what they asked people to bring in was bananas. I, I, I'm pausing to let that sink in for a second. Sorry, I got distracted ext- trying to f- trying to figure out which name I forgot, and it's Grandmaster Flash, which is that's just shameful that I couldn't remember that. That is shameful, Ryan. <laughs> Holy shit! Like <laughs> it was Biggie Smalls, whatever. But Grandmaster Flash, Run DMC. These are not names you're allowed to forget. Um, and uh, not that I know these names at all. I don't like music. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. They were told, or they told um, people to bring in bananas and and they would get a stereo. Um, but what ended up happening was that they, they ended up with a warehouse of bananas um, and and... They ended up spending um, about ten thousand dollars a day giving away stereo systems, <laughs> and it took them four or five days before they realized what what was happening. And by that time, obviously, the the company had lost a, like an, a, a sizable amount of money, and all they'd gotten for it in return was bananas. <laughs> now. The one good thing that came out of this that I, uh, that I will commend them for is they gave all of those bananas to a local zoo. Um, <laughs> the monkeys were very happy for a day or two, but, I mean, uh, bananas don't last that long on the shelf. Yeah. So, yeah. My favorite thing about these is, like, what I'm, I wonder what's going through their head between the time they realize that they fucked up and, like, <laughs> when they figure out how to actually like get out of the thing, the stupid decision, you know, it's just at that point, it's just pure panic mode. Yeah. I mean, there was, there was one other one that I I think is more pertinent to our show really. Um, and, and especially if we're talking about, um, the, the, the discerning customer, um, Tesco, who I know about, um, they were in a price war um, with uh, another company called Asda. I don't know who Asda is. I've heard of Tesco. Um, for, do you know who these are? Tesco's a petrol station, right? Uh, no, that's Texaco. Uh, Tesco is they're like a grocery store. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, so it sounds like the- a. Sounds like the name of a gas station to me. <laughs> uh, yeah, not just because it's close to Tes- Texaco, but you know, it just sounds like like that's what it would be. I think I know about both of these because I've been in areas that had Texaco uh, uh, petrol stations, and I've been in the UK and shopped at a Tesco. So yeah, uh, I'm sure I've shopped at Tesco as well. I just. <laughs> remember names of stores that well because it's not something I usually yeah try to it's care about some, you know yeah no fair enough anyway so they got into this price war um, back in 2011 and and they thought they'd get very clever um, so they put out uh, a, an announcement 
that if Asda ever beat them on a price, they would pay you the difference twice over. In other words, if you bought 10 boxes of wine for 20 pounds um, each. That's very cheap at, wine. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. 10 boxes of wine at 20 pounds each at Tesco. Uh, but you could prove that Asda had them for only 18 pounds. You could then get back 40 pounds. And, and, and Tesco was so confident um, that the average Tesco customer shopping trip would, would be, be nothing significant that, that they ran with us. Um, but what they didn't take into account... This, this was definitely was, thought up by someone who has never worked an actual retail job, yes, especially in a yes. store that has price matching. Because yes. like I worked at Best Buy when I was 16 and... They they had price matching in I think most departments, not all of them, but like uh, I I always remember in the camera department, um, you know I I was in the warehouse, so like I stock shelves and uh, fix like price tags and stuff, so I was in the camera section a lot, but I wasn't doing actual like retail shit, like I wasn't doing sales shit, um, but I remember like so many people bringing in like printed out. Uh, pages from other stores price matching like it was so many people yeah so like and, and I mean, people will definitely find the lowest price if if they can uh, get one over on a on a business for you know for whatever especially if they're gonna get money out of it <laughs> exactly and so this is exactly what customers did customers that would shop at either Tesco or Asda, would then go and scour both stores for whatever odd item that happened to be cheaper at Asda, um, and, and then obviously had a price difference that was enough for the double the money back guarantee to actually get back more money than what was spent. If you found um, stuff, for instance, if you found some stuff at Tesco uh, for three pounds, but as they had it for one, it meant you'd get the item for free. Uh, and Tesco would then have to give you a pound on top of everything. <laughs> so they got that. And I mean, they ran this promotion. I'm not 100% sure, but I think it ran for a full month. Wow. And in that, yeah, in that month, um, the average customer was walking out of the store with about a hundred pounds more than they walked into the <laughs> store with. The, the estimates, the estimates are that they had lost about 50 million pounds. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> in what is, what is today considered the biggest failed promotion in history. <laughs> Like, what did they think the best possible outcome of that was? Like, <laughs> they, like they give away a few it. a few quid, and then like they lower their prices to like the most rock bottom levels, like just completely like annihilating their profit margin, like any profit margin that they have. Like, that's the best possible outcome. Yeah, that's I, crazy. I, I just I thought it was hilarious. I watched this video and like I said, the, the video itself was terrible. It was boring, badly narrated, really, really terrible puns being used. And I like wow, it. Wow, it sounds like uh, our podcast. 
Yeah, that's it. Mock my terrible sense of humor. See how long that, see how well that works out for you. <laughs> hey, I'm knocking my narration too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you are. You are. I'll and also you your narration. Yes. Narration. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like the thing with, with, with coupons and sales and promotions and stuff is I, I can never get over it. Whenever I see massive discount sale or summer sale or one of those things, I can't help but feel like I can't remember where I read it. I think it was a Blondie cartoon when I was a kid where um, Dagwood comes home and, and his arms are literally loaded with shopping bags. And the wife is like, honey, what are you doing? And he, and he turns and says, look at how much money I saved us. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that's funny. Yeah. Um, I, I remember, I just remember this, uh, bit on Rocco's modern life where heifer is in, in the dollar store and he keeps asking how much everything is. And the guy's like, it's a dollar. Oh, how much is this? It's a dollar. How much is this? It's a dollar. And then finally the guy like gets fed up and he's like, look, everything in this store is $1. So heifer takes the entire store and like throws a dollar on the counter. It's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that's so what these yeah, marketing uh, campaigns are like. That, that's exactly what they're like. Is like, uh, it, it's almost like the, the the companies don't really think them through. Um, uh, during Ramadan here, um, Papa John's Pizzeria. I know you have Papa John's in the US as well. Um, yeah. During Ramadan. For the entire month of Ramadan, um, it's eat all you can pizza um, once fast breaks. Wow, they um, really hate Muslims. Why? During Ramadan, it's eat all you can pizza? Once fast breaks. There, uh, there, oh, there are no restaurants oh, oh, that okay. are open <laughs> during the day. <laughs> it's only after sunset, Ryan. Um, <laughs> And for me, it's absolutely horrendous because as a diabetic, I can't eat that volume of carbs. Um, we did it last year. You just year, eat pizza with no bread and no sauce. And yeah, so basically you should be good. So basically, just go there and be like, just bring me the cheese, okay? Yeah. Just can you, bring me the cheese. Can you give me a uh, triangular square of cheese with some uh, some pepperoni on it? Actually, Actually don't just get pepperoni. Make it a That's the worst circle. pizza topping. Uh, it's. I can think of worse. I can think of. Worse. I don't think you can. I Unless you're going to stuff like dust, and <laughs> you know, dog shit. No, nah, pepperoni is the worst topping. Uh, I, I'm laying down the line right now. <laughs> this is this is going to blow up in a chat. I just know it is. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, okay, so let's move on to another topic. Uh, yeah, we got a failed. we got a heated gaming moment from um, from the Netflix executive. Yes. Yeah. Where is that? I I just saw it, and now. Okay. Yeah. 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 You so net, net Netflix stock has dropped uh, because they fired an executive for using the N word, <laughs> which. Uh, I don't know. What... I think. It I think it's absolutely hilarious. Um, yeah. 
because uh, I mean the your 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 neoliberal um, investors are almost guaranteed to to come out and talk about how non-racist they are and, and how they don't even believe in race. Um, yeah, but, but then they have a but they have the a moment, black friend, so they can't be racist. Exactly. I mean, geez. Um, and and then in the same breath, they will um, cause a, a a stock price to tank um, because the company fired someone for being racist. Yeah, and quite heavily racist. Okay, now for, j- j- I always, I always imagine. I always imagine like the the neoliberal like dorks, like, uh, you know, out out at night, and they see like they see like a cute black girl, and they wanna they wanna try to hit on her, so they're like psyching themselves up. They're like, they're like, yeah, you know, I'm not I'm not like these normal corny white guys. You know why? I like rap music. And then they like they smooth their hair back, and then like try to walk up to the girl and and hit on her. Be like. Hey girl, you want to go listen to some? You ever heard of Takashi Six Nine? <laughs> you want to go listen to some R. Kelly together? <laughs> Yo, do you like the Suicide Boys? <laughs> you ever you ever heard of anime music videos? <laughs> <laughs> oh god! You like um, Dragon yeah, Ball so- Z, right? Well, this is Dragon Ball Z and rap music together in one. <laughs> <laughs> god i'm never gonna get this image out of my head um yeah so just to give a bit of context the reason that investors have actually um caused or or why they got all jittery was because of how netflix has handled this this executive um it's been a three-week process yeah i think it's pretty fucked up that they shut down the guy's twitch stream i mean just because you know he had a heating heated gaming moment doesn't mean you need to shut down his, you know, his main source of income. <laughs> Come on, Ryan, I'm trying to... Like, I'm just because he disagrees, just because he has a different opinion than you, you're going to punish him? <laughs> wow. That is so fucked up. Do we not live in a civil country anymore? Yeah, people need to learn to respond civilly to... To, <laughs> to people saying the N-word. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like, you, uh, I mean, do they? Bill Maher did it. No one got mad at him. He's a liberal. So why are you liberals mad about it? <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I'm having to fight the laughter so hard tonight. <laughs> oh, oh, oh! I'm fine. I'm fine. Yeah. So Netflix, they basically took three weeks to fire an executive that should have been fired fucking immediately. This was not yeah. a question. This was this didn't need an inquiry or an inquisition or any of that other shit. The dude in a fucking meeting dropped the N-word. Oh shit, it in, was in a meeting? In a fucking meeting, man. Like that there's there's no situation in which this might be construed in the wrong light or he he was literally ranting off and and yeah. It, 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 I can understand why people are going, Netflix, you fucked up. You're going to have to produce some excellent qu- quality content before I will put my money back with you. That guy probably had like his own, uh, what, what are those things called, Night, night Scope? Those, those cop robots? He probably had one of those like at his house. 
I don't know what that is. What is that? Oh, you haven't seen those? I, th- I think it's called Nightscope. Um, God Night damn it. Why are you making me Google stuff? Nightscope K5. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, a, uh, it's a cop robot that looks like a butt plug uh, that, <laughs> that rolls around. The and, picture came uh, up as you said that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm not sure exactly what it does. I think it... Um, oh, wait. I remember this. This is that, yeah, uh, the same robot that killed itself. Yeah, no, someone knocked it into a fountain. Um, did did they, or did it run into the fountain on its own because it knew it's a fucking pig? Uh, well, pigs love themselves. Um, so, you know, more more likely he, uh, it, it, like, went into, uh, you know, a coffee shop and, and demanded free shit, um, but then also said it's unethical to take free shit and got offended when they, when they offered it to them, and, um... Then, you know, showed up to, uh, you know, a call uh, like four hours late and then uh, told everyone to fill out forums and then um, went and, uh, you know, sat on the side of the highway with five of these other robots chatting for like an hour and then like went and got a donut and um, and then went home and, and beat his wife. Probably what happened. Oh, <laughs> Oh my God, Ryan, that was, oh God, I, I'm, I'm fine. I am fine. I am not yeah, I'm excited laughing. for more of these robots so that we can, um, you know, legally kill cops. I think I'm going to crack a rib today. <laughs> oh. um, yeah, it really does look like a butt plug. Yeah. Like I can't get over that now. <laughs> like okay. the only thing you could say that it looks like besides that is like the gherkin in in uh london <laughs> which also like everyone just compares to a giant cock yeah yeah and and yeah no that plug is what i'm gonna go with because i don't want to sit for the rest of the episode picturing penises <laughs> um, you don't yeah. already do that I, I already do it most of the time. I don't need to keep doing it now. This is your and one hour to, fo- to not picture dicks. <laughs> That's it. That's it. And now every single one of our listeners is sitting there picturing dicks. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I, w- I want to talk about these express lanes. Um, yes. Because it's, yes. it's a, yes. a pretty local thing. So most of our listeners probably have no idea what it is, except for the people that are in the DM and read the messages that I sent about it. But... Uh, yeah, so I live in, I live in Northern Virginia and, uh, we have like this private highway for rich people. Like, so we have the beltway 495 and, um, in the last like decade or so they've built, uh, a private version of the beltway for the rich, which is fucking insane to me (laughs) that, uh, like it, it, to to use it, it costs anywhere between like uh, two or five dollars when it's like, you know, ten o'clock at night and there's no one on the road anyway. Um, and and it go, it goes all the same places as the Beltway. It's literally they added two lanes onto the Beltway and then put like this divider between them. And there's like on there's like on ramp sort of things that have like uh, cameras that'll take a picture of your license plate if you don't pay. And they have like an like an easy pass like toll thing um, to collect the the toll. But like during rush hour, it'll get up to like thirty dollars to go you know from 
um, you know, the Maryland 270 exit to like uh, to like 66, which is probably like five exits or so. Um, so it's like insanely what? expensive. Um, and the only way you could possibly afford it is if a you're rich as fuck or B uh, your employer is paying for it. Um, which I, I don't know if employers actually do that, but I'm assuming that they must because there's like, I, I see some like, like landscaping trucks and stuff there. And I'm like, there's no way that they, you know, uh, they're paying for that out of their pocket. Like that's gotta be the, the company that's doing it. But, um, yeah, so I had this, this page open from, um, expresslanes.com and it explains kind of like the history of, of the project. And it's so funny cause it, like if you don't read it really critically, it, it sounds very reasonable. So the first paragraph is in the early two thousands, Virginia Department of Transportation began advancing plans for a traditional highway expansion to help address growing congestion on the on the Capitol Beltway in Virginia. The plan faced significant opposition from the community. It was unaffordable, required the destruction of more than 350 homes and businesses, and did not provide the transit options needed to support a growing Tyson business district. Now, first of all, uh, I I imagine that when they say significant opposition from the community, they mean significant opposition from uh, people who already uh, don't need to use the highway on a daily basis and uh, businesses who, you know, would be affected by this directly uh, because the number one issue for everyone around here that people care about is traffic. Like politicians careers are made on the promise to fix the traffic in Northern Virginia. Like we everyone uh, uses LA as like the archetypal example of bad traffic, but the traffic here is as bad, if not worse than LA, like not even a question because they like, there have been studies on where are the places with the worst traffic and like almost the entire list is LA and new and uh, Northern Virginia. So, um, so that, that that's one thing. And then second of all, when it says it did not provide the transit options needed to support a growing Tyson's business district, um, they're really like kind of uh, telling on themselves there because Tyson's is like the most fucking like it's the closest comparison that you could make to anywhere is like somewhere in the Middle East, like Dubai. It's like the most fucking opulent looking place that you will see for hundreds of miles uh, in the U.S. Um, it's like, first of all, there's there's a big mall there, but it's split into two malls. There's one for the regular upper middle class dirt people, and then there's one for the genuinely rich called Tyson's Two, and it has like the highest end shops, um, and and the whole thing is like surrounded by like uh the only real like high rises so in northern virginia I, I mean basically yeah it's surrounded by a moat of highways um and there's a, there's a, a metro line that goes there but um that's like the only way in or out is the met- either the metro line or or the the highways and um yeah it's just like these huge high rise businesses like you know satellite companies finance companies that kind of shit um uh there's a bunch of banks headquartered there 
Um, so when they say like did not provide the transit options needed to support a growing Tyson's business district, uh, I think what they really mean is uh, the highway expansion would let anyone come there <laughs> and not just rich people who can pay for a private road uh, to get directly there. Um, because the only people that really go there are either upper, upper middle class or very rich people who, you know, are, you know, making, making their millions off of, uh, government corruption, <laughs> DC. And there, and there are cameras all along this, this road. Um, not all along the road, just like on the entrances where, um, you would, you'd get on and off. Um, okay. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm just checking because I think it might be very useful to find a way to create some potholes there to see um, how how good they are at fixing roads. <laughs> uh, well, one thing I think could be possible is the divider is actually like um, it's those kind that are just like like rubberized plastic that like if you drive over them they'll just bend over. So yeah, I'm pretty yeah, sure that, that you could just yeah. like cross the, you could just like go past where the cameras are and then cross the divider. <laughs> and then i don't know you just ride it for free um so if anyone's listening uh i encourage you to do that <laughs> i don't have to commute fact, so you know i wouldn't have to fact, use the express lanes but yeah in fact it would be very useful if um instead of just uh, uh doing it for yourself go cut away one or two of those rubber things and and then put up a little sign saying uh this way for a quicker route. Yeah, it would be kind of hard because there's no like shoulder next to that, so you'd be like literally between two, uh, two lanes of traffic going uh, seventy miles per hour, <laughs> and okay, so probably higher than dangerous. that even, especially like uh, those those giant like uh, GMC or like the like Denali's. Or Escalades that go, they, they'll go like 85. Just fucking clobber yeah. you because they take up the whole yeah. lane. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 someone sent me a video yesterday of a biker getting hit um, by oncoming traffic. It was, it was horrendous. So now that's what I've got in my head. Thanks, Ryan. Oh, have you, have you ever seen... Um, there's this biker in Russia. I think his name is, yes. is like Black Devil. No, I, you're talking about Ghost Rider. Oh my god! There's the dude is absolutely insane. There must be more than one then, because I'm like I'm really certain that the one I'm thinking of was like a variation of Devil, and I think it was Black Devil, even though that sounds vaguely racist. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, like he was he was like. You know, going like a hundred miles an hour, like through stop traffic, like in between cars. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, well, I've, there's there's a there's a video channel that I used to watch when I was still living um, off grid, kind of. Um, I'm pretty sure it was called the Ghost Rider, and it's this dude on a motorcycle that that he literally dodges and weaves through moving traffic. And he's doing like 120, 140 miles an hour. Um, and I, I mean, his bike is, is so quick that he, he fucks with police. He, he sort of like he slows <laughs> down just enough for them to get beh right behind him and they're about to catch him. And then he just opens up and he's gone, literally gone. <laughs> 
And um, yeah, he was he was a, considered a menace um, in Germany and most of Europe. Like I'm surprised uh, it doesn't he, happen he, around here because I've heard from more than one cop that they're like that here. Uh, I don't know if here is Virginia or the specific county that they're in. But they, they've told me they're not allowed to chase motorcycles that run from them because there's such a high risk of them like being killed. Yeah, so no, if, if someone on a on a motorcycle just like guns it and runs away, they they just like shrug their shoulders. <laughs> so the, the uh, this video I'm telling you about the there's one video that he put up where he goes from Lisbon in Portugal uh-huh. to Stuttgart in Germany in. I think it was 63 minutes or 65 minutes or something like that. Which, if you can do those calculate, that is ridiculously fast. Yeah. <laughs> like that—that's that, like driving from from Chicago to New York in an hour. Jesus Christ! It's, <laughs> it, it's insane. Yeah. Literally insane. Um. Yeah, yeah so, Russians uh, are a whole different level. It's a good of... thing we don't have to ask, how the hell did we get onto this topic? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, um, yeah, dude. I, like, I don't know what it is. Like, Russians must, like, seem to have this culture of, like, I don't give a fuck if I die. Because, like, they all, there's yeah, also, like, yeah, one of their biggest of exports is those videos where, like, guys will go to, like, buildings under construction and climb, like, you know, to the top of, like, a two, three hundred foot tall building and, like, do pull-ups from a beam that's like extending over yeah like where if they fall they would just like complete like 100 percent just fall to their death and they're just like oh yeah like i like to uh, i I like to uh climb onto onto beam and hang from one hand do shots of vodka and you know uh i do it with my gopro on it's it's good you know i get uh i get almost 100 views It's great. It's great. Um, <laughs> there was a there was a model, European model, that um, actually got fired and sued by some construction company because she did one of these um, photo shoots with one of these guys. What the and fuck? Why did you sue would, her for that? What the fuck? And, 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 I don't know. Wrongful endangerment or fucking who who knows? Who cares? Um, they, they, the, the, the whole point of the shoot was just for him to hold her and have her lean backwards so that it, it's a little, uh, don't get me wrong, it's dangerous. So they could let go but, and own that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, she ended up, she ended up getting fired from her modeling agency. Um, That's so and, fucked. Yeah. In the meantime, the Russian dude is sitting there going, no, it, it was okay. It wasn't very dangerous. Like, if you want to do that, like, you should 100% be allowed because the only person it harms is you, you know? You're the one putting your your shit on the line. If it's a liability oh, no, issue, it, like, go, go fucking cry I, about I, it I think, into your stacks of money, dude. Yeah, I, I, I think you're forgetting about the potential loss of earnings, Ryan. The, uh, oh, the, that's the true, publicity, yeah. The yeah, bad humans are just property. That, <laughs> yes. I mean, come on, come on. Where are your priorities, Ryan? <laughs> Where are they? Okay, so speaking of big money, um, the uh, the global um, mergers and acquisitions market 
um, in the last week has hit $2 trillion in the first six months of 2018, which um, that's a new record. That's a new record. That's more than the entire uh, last year put together. So, so that's yeah, you 2017. Said, um, you said Disney got approved to buy uh, parts of Fox, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. The DOJ has basically said um, everything except Fox Sports. You, you, you're going to have to sell Fox Sports because you've already got ESPN. Man, they've really been who, fucking up lately, huh? Who? The DOJ. DOJ? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Lately. <laughs> <laughs> you're funny. Um, well, normally they yeah, just fuck so, up. But they've been really fucking up, you know? Yeah. They've, they've, uh, who's head of the DOJ at the moment? Uh, Donald J. Trump. The orange <laughs> Cheeto. Sorry, now I have to. I, I should know up. this because because uh, I technically uh, may uh, be oh, affiliated wait, of with course. them. <laughs> of course. Um, oh yeah, d- it's uh, Jeff- Jeff Jefferson Beauregard Sessions. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Man, yeah, we're stupid. So it might, <laughs> yeah, they're not. They're not fucking anything up. This is just this is yeah. business as it should be expected to be right now. So yeah, um, yeah. So. The, the, the global M&A market, $2 trillion in the first six months of 2018, which, like I said, it's a new record. Um, I read another report, though, uh, that said that it is one of the worst years for added value from uh, mergers and acquisitions. Not that I think that these actually add any value, but in the capitalist sense, um, while the volume of deals and the volume of, of money that's, that's busy being flooded into these deals is is a new record. The the results afterwards, the, the stock prices and, and the market caps of the new companies that emerge from these mergers um, are very much underperforming um, according to that uh, an, an index that gets used to measure the, the value added. Um, especially in the U.S., it's performing 4% um, under the index. Uh, in the UK, it's not so bad. UK is um, like 2% over the index. Uh, but globally, uh, we're looking at um, 6% under the index. So lots of mergers and acquisitions happening, but uh, yeah, they're not really all that beneficial for the people that are doing them just yet. Give so it another six of- months. Uh, speaking of mergers and acquisitions, um, follow up to that AT and T uh, episode, especially oh God, that what? article where the guy said that uh, it would mean lower prices. Uh, yeah, yesterday, yeah, yeah, yeah. what's happened? Uh, yesterday, uh, there was a story from CNBC uh, that said uh, AT and T bumped a fee on most customers' bills. Uh, so there's this administrative fee uh, that was uh, where is it sixty. 76 cents um, and they bumped it up to 199 and they added 800 million dollars to their revenue by doing that Jesus Christ <laughs> so uh, it's estimated uh, to impact 85% of their 64 million uh, phone customers holy shit it's <laughs> fucking crazy dude <laughs> Absolutely nuts. And and remember, like we said in that episode, 
all of what's happening at the moment in the media and telecoms world, um, it's all actually to fight the streaming companies. And, yeah. and the only real game in town, like uh, Amazon's there, Hulu is there, but the only real game in town is Netflix. And Netflix is estimated to hit 90 million users in the U.S. Uh, by 2020. Um, so, and, and I mean, they're they're outpacing even the biggest telecom company um, in the world for um, straight up usership. And uh, I was reading last night that um, I think it's Bank of America, Merrill Lynch, um, have just uh, backed Netflix some more, um, upping the the share price. Even more, even though Netflix is having a phenomenal year when it comes to their share price, um, they've they've exceeded expectations beyond anyone's imagination. Beyond any company um, whose executive said the N word. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so, and and I don't. The 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 longer this goes on, the more I'm thinking that. Everyone else is fighting a losing battle here. Uh, eventually, Netflix is, is going to rule the world, and then pretty much the only hope for everyone else is that they merge with Amazon. Yeah. I, uh, I was listening to the newest uh, Citations Needed, and they had this guy on who was talking about um, uh, populism, like where it came from. And like what what the term originally meant, like what the movement was, and uh, he was talking about uh, the Gilded Age, like you know the late uh, late nineteenth uh, century um, to the early twentieth century, and how like like we we think corruption is bad now, um, but back then um, he was saying that like like uh, capitalists would would give interviews to journalists where they like just openly talk about how corrupt they are and like call people who aren't doing the same thing as them, like chumps and stuff like that. Like, like basically every, every executive back then was like, like a a 19th century version of Bender from Futurama. (laughs) Just like fucking taking shit out of people's wallets and like calling people chumps and chumpettes and, you know, blowing cigars in their face and shit. Um, (laughs) So I, I thought that was pretty interesting, and I, I think I think that we're heading back to that right now. I think that's that's the future that'll probably be happening by you know the twenty thirties. Yeah. Once I, the I, Democrats I, lose in twenty twenty, because they are one hundred percent going to lose the presidential geez. election, we're going to have eight years of Trump for sure. Um, yeah. When I think, was the last time that you didn't have a, a second term? Who was the last um, president to not have a second term? Nixon, H.W. Did H.W. get reelected? I don't know. George H.W. Presidential term. Yeah, H.W. 89 to 93. And that's it. That's That's surprising because like fucking uh, non-ideological centrist dumbasses fucking love H.W. Bush because he was so civil. Well, I didn't agree with everything that he did, but he was a very nice man. He was very respectable. 
Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. So uh, I, I think uh, you know, twenty twenty four, we're gonna we're gonna see a race between um, you know uh, Joe Kennedy and uh, Vince McMahon, and McMahon is gonna beat him in a, a twenty five point spread. And then he's going to, uh, you know, make it legal to own other people again. Um, it's going to start a, a program to, um, you know, eliminate our dependence on foreign oil by uh, turning homeless people into oil. It's probably what's coming in the future. God, what is that that food? The, Soylent. The, the Soylent. Yeah. Soylent. I can't believe that the company that that is making those bars went with that. Like, I, that was really I the first sign to me that like Silicon Valley tech bros are are like really just dumb guys that yeah you know go to college for engineering. Um, agreed, one hundred percent. Yeah, because no one was like, "Hey, isn't the whole uh, gambit of of the Soylent Green movie that they're made of that it's made of people?" Nobody said that to them. Like, imagine that. Nobody said, why, did, why would why you name your product Soylent? Because it's going to make people think that they're eating people. I it's just, crazy. I, I don't get it. Personally. Personally. Yeah. Like, on, a, and on, on, on a personal level, I don't understand it. Yeah, it's like, um, it, it's like uh, making, uh, like, oh, yeah, we're going to have this public works project. Uh, it's going to be great. You know, it, it's a lot, it, it's a lot like socialism because, you know, it's going to, it's going to benefit ordinary people. We're going to be building this train. Uh, it's called the snow piercer. I don't know if you're going to get that joke, but uh, other people no, will. No. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. Cause I'm sitting here going, Whoo, that went so far over my head. And I, I'm not even sure what that was. was that yeah. Um, okay. Okay. Uh, let's let's jump to another topic. Um, yeah, <laughs> I was driving. I think this will be the last one because we're we're at, we're in an hour and eight. Um, so th- this can be the last thing I think. Okay, this and one more. Just Fine. just because. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I was driving home this week, um, and I, I I I've told you before I listened to BBC Worldwide radio um while i drive that way i can at least stay up to date with any wow you don't listen to your own podcast that's fucked up dude i listen to my own podcast the moment you release it the moment you release it i'm i'm the first person there on a monday morning just i'm the first click i guarantee it well what you should do is uh get get some bananas uh, trade them in for a boombox and then play the podcast on the boombox so that everyone can hear it. And then we can <laughs> get more fans. But I guess you're not dedicated you enough to the show to do that. So, Are you doing it, Ryan? Are you doing it? Uh, yeah, I did it uh, three times yesterday. Yeah, video or it didn't happen. <laughs> and I want that video on Instagram and on YouTube. Do it now. And Snapchat. <laughs> do it now. <laughs> um, okay, so I'm, I'm driving home and... God, every day since the beginning, it's just been FIFA World Cup, FIFA World Cup, FIFA World Cup. Uh, and it's been boring as shit. I did have a solid laugh at Germany getting um, ousted. 
which was hilarious. Um, especially when the Mexicans started carrying South Koreans around celebrating them because they got rid of of Germany and allowed <laughs> Mexico to go through. And that was funny. But on the drive home, um, a bunch of beer producers were saying that there's a good chance they're going to run out of beer in Europe during the World Cup. And I was, I was only half paying attention at this point because heavy traffic and, and I was struggling um, people were driving like assholes um, so I got home and I, I looked it up because it sounded very strange to me like you know, the, what beer company isn't going to prepare themselves properly for a European World Cup it, 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 it's unheard of obviously this is the number one selling product over that time and um, it turns out that industrial um, carbon dioxide uh, has run short, uh, and and there's a heat wave in Europe at the moment. So all these really really hot and thirsty people have been chugging down beer at, at a phenomenal rate, and the beer companies can't keep up because they don't have enough carbon dioxide. Um, so yeah, uh, 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 I mean it's led to problems for the drinks producers, ice cream vendors, uh, obviously the beer makers, and, and all of this during. The, one of the hottest um, summers Europe has seen in quite a while. Now, now here's my question. Uh, have they thought of uh, you know, blowing into a tank because humans produce carbon dioxide? Well, Seems the, the pretty stupid really to me to not to just me, do that. You know? The thing that's really funny to me is that carbon dioxide is produced in the production of beer. It, it is one of the gases that comes off while you're busy brewing the beer. So, yeah. so why are they not capturing it and then using it in their product? Why are they buying industrial CO2? It, it makes no sense to me. Anyway. Yeah. Um, All you got to do to carbonate it is put some more sugar in there and then the yeast will just start making CO2. Exactly. Now, um, Slightly related topic, um, a bunch of researchers have published a study in Nature, um, which I, I, I skim over at least once a week. Um, they've published a study in Nature that shows uh, an, electrochemic, uh, an, an electro-geochemical process. Uh, which I was like, what the fuck is electro-geochemical? See, I was perfectly sober when I wrote that, I swear. Yeah, I like um, her, her to, her to It's like Erdogan, but you know, one of the periodic <laughs> table elements. Um, yeah. Anyway, so they, they've got this electrogeochemical process, which absorbs CO two from the atmosphere and releases hydrogen, which can then be used as an energy source. And this is being um, thoroughly investigated as a potential. Uh, climate change mitigation strategy. Um, another study uh, has been published in FIS.org showing that at-risk areas due to climate change are still at risk. Nothing's wow. changed. Huh. It's, it's amazing. You mean we did um, nothing and uh, nothing different happened? Exactly. That's crazy, exactly. dude. What the fuck? Meanwhile... A California judge has dismissed a climate change lawsuit brought against four separate oil companies this week 
because he said it was frivolous. That's frivolous. Basically, um, Judge William Alsop, uh, the, who's the judge that was presiding over the case, said that nuisance suits in various United States ju uh, judicial districts regarding conduct worldwide are far less likely to solve the problem and could interfere with reaching a worldwide consensus. This, the, this was his rationale for, for tossing out a court case that would have held Chevron, ExxonMobil, um, ConocoPhillips, and Royal Dutch Shell, oh, and BP, um, for holding them accountable for climate change. Even though he, he, he literally says um, that, that, that yes, uh, carbon dioxide produced by big oil um, is causing global warming and sea level rise, but um, yeah, uh, your, your little suit is, is, is counterproductive because it will screw up worldwide consensus. Because apparently the rest of the world is is not on board with suing. Big yeah, most people oil love oil companies. companies. They're very popular. Very popular, especially in you know outside uh, the U.S. and Europe. People love those yeah, oil they, companies. Yeah, they love them in the they love them in the Gulf of Mexico. Yeah. Probably also so, in the uh, Gulf of uh, Persia. Yeah, yeah, it's very well loved. Very yep. well loved. Okay, and then uh, the very last thing I want to talk about today um, is, and Jesus Christ, it probably won't work out, but I really hope that it does. Um, $3 billion worth of Facebook stockholders. So stockholders that collectively own about $3 billion worth of um, stocks in Facebook are trying to oust him. They're trying to get rid of Zuckerberg. But he's such a and, genius and businessman. Exactly. So, like, actually, if it works, I, I, I'm going to pretend to celebrate. Um, but also, I'm not going to be buying the champagne. So. Well, you are diabetic, so that's reasonable. Exactly. Exactly. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> Diabetes. That's why. That's why. That's me for today. You, you, you have not actually <laughs> contributed much of, of anything to these show notes. What are you talking about? I did the express lanes thing. I did the <laughs> box tops thing. <laughs> I mean, you know. Yeah, yeah, great contribution. Great contribution. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, the big problem with our podcast is that I don't contribute enough to the show notes. <laughs> yeah. That's what's really holding us back. <laughs> I was I was reading um, an article today that was saying um, that the podcast industry is is desperately in search of a a, a, a Netflix for podcasts. Um, Why? It, well, this is it. Is they're busy saying that um, the podcasting industry is struggling to monetize. That stuff like Stitcher, uh, no, Stitcher's premium service and, and whatnot, they're they're just not. So the the article was saying. Oh, that, so they feel um, that they feel that the you know the sites or the services that host podcasts aren't making enough money from specifically from hosting podcasts. Like they're on top of the money that they already make for 
uh, hosting files and websites. It's just not yeah. enough. They need they need uh, an additional revenue stream that's exclusively from uh, podcasts for yeah. for doing podcast stuff. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So that, so so they also want um, a, a couple of hundred million subscribers. Uh, to, yeah, to an obscure leftist service. podcast makes a million dollars a month, but you know the podcast industry is really struggling to monetize here. <laughs> Wait, really? Who? Chapo Trap House? Are you kidding me? No. Jesus Christ! Why didn't you tell me this before I took the other job? <laughs> because uh, we aren't doing that. <laughs> But we're not doing that because I I thought I needed another job. Well, yeah, God you do it, until Ryan, you do until you get Chapo money day, every day. Oh, sorry. Okay, they're getting a hundred thousand dollars <laughs> per month, not a million, but you know, still. And I could live with a hundred thousand dollars a month. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's I'm stupid. Just thinking of all possibilities. That's really dumb. Netflix for podcasts. Yeah, no, and, and, and as much as yeah, I really wish think, I could pay $15 a month to listen to the things that I currently listen to for free, that would be awesome. Yeah. I mean, but, uh, you know, I could get as many of them as I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> and these are all, these are all for like fucking like NPR, like Radio Lab, like Pod Save America type shit. They don't mean like good ones. Like YKS or Mike Dicta or Struggle Session, they mean like, yeah, they mean like uh, the uh, political uh, gab fest and yeah, yeah that, that kind of shit and, and satire story podcasts. Yeah, are, are Jocko like the, big uh, the Jocko podcast where you yeah, learn about the, how to be a man from from a real man who. Uh, did manly military shit and looks like a a a fucking caricature of a meathead that someone drew to make fun of the Marines. Yeah. Yeah, and unfortunately, while podcasting is on the rise, um, capitalism is going to try and and squeeze itself in wherever it can. And yeah. I think this is the big thing: is all of these um, these hosting companies are they're paying they're paying good money to to bring on board as many um i don't want to say high quality podcasts but um technical quality as in these guys have a good sound not not necessarily good content as in almost um, as good as our sound yeah i mean there's nothing wrong with our sound we sound great yeah, we yeah, don't no, that's what I'm use saying. music in between everything, <laughs> but fuck it. We're not we're not about that shit, man. Ryan yeah. respects the fact that I don't like music. Yeah. That's not why though. <laughs> I'm just yes, lazy is, and Ryan. I don't want to pay royalties and I don't I don't feel like thinking of what songs to put on the show and stuff. Well, well and I think that we have had an offer for someone who, who wants us to use their music and, and and I like the music. I listened to the album; it was great. Um, but yeah, and I, I don't really like music, so I, I'm not making any decisions on that. I'll leave that. Yeah, I basically like 
whenever I put music on, it's because either I think it really fits the episode, like like the um, the one where I put the Mike Jones song at the end, or it's mm. just been fucking stuck in my head in uh, relentlessly for <laughs> for a week or more. Um, like I was I was really thinking of putting this uh, police song that's been stuck in my head on the last episode, but um, I figured that there's probably bots that like scan all of the audio that ever gets uploaded to the internet and like tries to find if there's any Sony BMG songs in it and then like sues the shit out of whoever put it up there. So I, I yeah. didn't put it on. That is one of the dangers. Yep. So I try to stick to kind of obscure music from like Bandcamp and SoundCloud, SoundCloud and shit. So fair enough. Maybe I'll put some. I can agree with it. Maybe I'll put some uh, XXX Tentacion on since he died uh, this week. But I probably won't because <laughs> I I don't care enough. <laughs> I saw this I saw this um, post on Facebook that said um, XXX Tentacion pronounced dead. And the next person responded going, oh, so that's how it's pronounced. <laughs> oh, that's, I saw that coming, but that's a great fucking joke. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, yeah. So if, if you want to uh, support us. Um, in, Donate $100,000 to our Patreon. <laughs> there we go. There we go. You can find that at Patreon. Uh, is it forward slash neighbor science? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just Patreon forward slash neighbor science. No dot com. Um, that's all you need to put in there. <laughs> <laughs> if it doesn't work, you need to fix your your DNS host file. Um, yeah. Just so just DM me on Twitter and I can tell you. Um, it's in um, uh, Windows System Thirty Two uh, drivers, etc. And then it's it's a text file. You'll have to run Notepad as administrator in order to edit it, uh, but. Um, yeah, it's pretty straightforward once you get to that point. Okay, I, I, b- before Ryan gets too technical here, I've got <laughs> I've got a great hack for you. If if you're having problems like this, you probably need to clean your computer. And my recommendation is Clorox. <laughs> so there's there's some screws either at the back of your tower or underneath your laptop. Um, you undo those screws. You open everything up and you pour the Clorox over. Don't worry, chlorine evaporates pretty quickly. Um, so you just pour that shit over everything, and it'll clean your computer very nicely. Also, the fumes will get you really high. So um, you know, lean over it yeah, when you do that. Yeah, do that. Do that because it's amazing. <laughs> Make sure chlorine all your not uh, all your gas. doors and windows are closed. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, some real advice though, no, really, uh, we're, we're, do not, if um, you're going to clean your, your computer, which is a good idea because it does get dusty and that, um, you know, reduces heat transfer and, uh, therefore performance, uh, do not use a vacuum, um, because no, 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 yeah, it creates static, static electricity and, uh, can fry your circuits. Uh, also if you, uh, accidentally, like if you're taking it apart and you accidentally drop a screw in somewhere, uh, make sure you retrieve that screw before you attempt to turn your computer on because uh, you may uh, destroy your computer forever. Also, don't think that you're being clever by reaching for that screw with the magnetic tip screwdriver. That's, that's not a bright idea. Well, you can do that. Just take your hard drives out first. Yeah, I... Uh, uh, 
I, I think anyone who's about to stick a magnetic tip screwdriver into their PC doesn't really know what the fuck uh, a hard drive is, and so they're not going to think to take them out. Well, sometimes uh, that's the only way to get it. So, anyway, um, we're getting derailed from our original uh, topic, <laughs> which is uh, plugs. So, um, Twitter at NeighborSciPod. Uh, Facebook.com slash neighbor science, Patreon.com slash neighbor science, Instagram at neighbor science, uh, postscarcitymagazine.com has the podcast and the zine. Uh, you can search by tag. It has all the show notes. Uh, even if I am too lazy to put the link to the show notes in the, um, in the description that you see on your podcasting app. Uh, I'm at Handle of Rye, and Peter is at BookCheekite. And I think that's everything. That's everything. It was a bit slower than last week, but hey, Ryan, he's only human. Yeah, also my nose is stuffy, and it's really annoying me and getting distracting. So, Well, I'm going to let you go then, and I'm going to say thanks for listening to everyone. Uh, don't forget, please, to abolish capitalism and establish anarchism. Yep, exactly. All right, bye. Bye.